therefore we're... you need to be more better prepared than this because i i cannot do this you know how, i have how about how about we do this how about we um we record today and then you send me the file look the... see this is ocd kicking in this it's not as good as we would like we can do another one listen this is one it's a free for all i bet she's tired all right go ahead i have I wrote it down. I don't think you can be more prepared. Okay, actually, I think you can be. You can be more prepared. But I'm just saying. I wrote it down. Yeah. Outline, but you know, if you want to in the future edit stuff, I would love to be part of this process, just because I think it will enhance whatever amazingness you already have going on. You know what I mean? You only add to it. There's there's never taken away from Samira's. It's 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 already perfect, you know. It's already amazing. I'm just here to add to that amazingness. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I didn't say stop. Thank you. I just made a noise. Continue. I don't mind being praised. Yeah. So um, I'm kind of done giving you compliments now because I don't want your head to get too big. I have a five head. I don't think you can get much bigger than that. Oh it's my okay. god. Let me just. Okay. So maybe we should just um what's i want to say? see initially i wanted to record this earlier but it's a bit late but never mind so um listen for everybody that didn't know hi welcome guys come back once again but today 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 see the thing is yeah god knew not to make us sisters because lord knows the mothers would have had a, had a problem so yeah basically t- today you have my cousin and let me just say basically it's quite sad well, you'll probably see it very often because I have friends, I have friends, but whenever I like she she's there. So she'll be a reoccurring guest. She'll be you'll probably be the closest to a co-host. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know. But we're gonna see. So um, oh my god, let me how do I turn that off? Give me a sec. Yeah. So basically, um yeah, is a pandemic still. I'm not sure if these things get flagged though. You know how YouTube, like, the words get flagged whenever I let me not say it? I don't know if the same on, like, podcasts and stuff. But, yeah, it's still a pandemic. And, um, yeah, for everybody that didn't know, I'm Dutch. As in, like, I have the nationality, you know. How long live in a long? The Netherlands is finished. The Netherlands is finished. It's already, like, January hasn't even ended. And in one week, the government has fallen. I wanted to talk to you about that, but by the time we're recording this, the government has not only fallen, we have gone into riots. We have gone into riots saying, we're looking up to America. You guys are like our big bro. How do you feel yeah, about I that? I was looking um, at the videos that you had sent me on Instagram and obviously using Google to see what's been going on. But girl, so you guys have a lot to say about America, but you guys are are not doing too well either. Listen, <laughs> how are you going to tell me that out of all the countries, I think there's loads of countries in Europe right now that are having curfew, but how are you going to tell me? The government falls because of some fraud, by the way, which was actually discrimination and it was like institutionalized racism, but we're going to talk about that in a little bit. It's fine. What do you What do you expect from the original colonizers though? What do you really expect, <sighs> expect from them? I think I told you this before, you know, that when I was a kid, I used to think like the word apartheid is a Dutch word and an English word, but now when I was growing up, I just, it's a Dutch word, which I didn't know. So one time I think I heard somebody say it and I was just like, why are they saying like a Dutch word in the middle of an English sentence? And then they were like, it's an English word. And I was so, so confused. But yeah, the English, I think the English language took it over. It's officially an English word as well, but it is it comes from the Dutch. 
listen, man, when I, when I first realized that the Caucasian South Africans, let's just call them what they are, the whiteies, the whites, <laughs> the white South Africans were of Dutch uh, descent, I knew, I knew, that's when I knew. The when Dutch did you find that out? I remember, I, was I in high school? I was fairly young, I think I was like 15 maybe, um, but then again, you have to take in consideration that America's history lessons really revolve around America until you do your own research. And because of having parents who are immigrants, I was forced to do my own research, but we did not learn as much as we were supposed to learn in school because clearly our government and schooling system is very obsessed with anything and everything America. But at least you guys have enough to talk about by your own. See us, yeah. Please tell me why every year it was the same World War. I used to get World War One and World War Two. We're not even Germany. I would understand if you're German. I get it. But every single year it was the same shit. It was the same shit. But I remember, I think one time I was watching the travel show. Fam, I think if you can speak Dutch, yeah, to a certain extent, you can understand Afrikaans or South Africa. Like even the way, see Afrikaans, yeah, even the South African language, Afrikaans, is a Dutch word of saying African. Afrikaans means basically African in Dutch. So even and it's, also the same, it's also the same with uh, German as well. You guys are very, very similar languages. So you can understand Afrikaans and German, even though you don't speak the German language. is a different language, though. But there's very, like, there's some similarities in between. Loads, there's loads of similarities, but not enough, I would say. But the thing is, Dutch people learn Dutch, I mean, learn German oftentimes in high school. So but I think without us having like German classes in high school, I don't necessarily think you could say that Dutch people understand German, but loads do, don't get me wrong. Loads of us to a certain extent, either at least, I'm sorry, German people, but at least from like our side, more, I would say more Dutch people understand German than German people understand Dutch. Okay, I see what you're saying. But yeah, you're right. But the thing is, loads of countries have been having had, whoa, English. See, English, English, English. See, loads of countries have had curfews, yeah? So I think Belgium did a curfew. Um, I know France did a curfew. Germany's doing curfew. Tell me why the first night, this we're a very, 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 very small country. Tell me why the first night this country goes into what we would call a curfew, there's riots. Literally riots. They've been burning down hospitals they've been burning down businesses they've been right do you remember the minnesota riots do you remember like the looting and the whole of course i remember i used to live in minnesota so even if i was not i mean first of all whether you used to live there you still live there you don't live there it was on every single channel every single news channel every single uh twitter page every single instagram page so there was no way of uh ignoring what was happening when george floyd was um like literally murdered murdered in the street i remember this one video of the somali guy um he was recording went viral of him like recording people like looting like high-end street stores and he was literally like get your gucci bag get your gucci bag. it was a lot it no. was a lot but it's lot. literally on obviously it's not on the same magnitude i don't know that's the thing the whole country is like rioting and like people are like in every city it's not just amsterdam or like bigger cities it's everywhere is literally everywhere and i feel like they've been burning down covid test centers they've been burning down yeah, test centers that's problematic that's very problematic because that's only going to affect the people who live in those areas but i also understand frustration when it comes to people doing certain things but i also don't get oh why are you gonna burn down your own city you know what i mean well, that's not even the thing see yeah majority of people that have started these riots first of all why are you rioting the Just majority of these people who are rioting are what 
<clears throat> wait so like and the thing is no matter how much people are gonna say that oh it's everybody writing the media is gonna portray it as the ethnic minority oh, yeah of course they're they're gonna get the backlash they're always gonna get the backlash and that's what's so upsetting because i don't even think they're the majority you know they're definitely not the majority of the people who are in the streets doing what they're doing it's, and the thing is, you know what it is? The repercussions are way worse. So I get it, okay? I'm not even saying I get it, but I can I can see why, like, 15-year-old, like, kids are, like, they're in uproar. They're basically, like, they're teenagers. So if they see people rioting, they're just going to go, oh, let me see what I can do, blah, blah. And I'm not justifying it. I'm not saying it's good. But, no, like, yeah. you need to realize that you that's maybe Black at 15, you can't riot the same way these white folks are rioting because, as we can see, clearly... They're allowed for a free for like free for all basically. They've been stealing, like police vans. The police. Oh, is, I, I'm not gonna I, lie. It's funny. Can it's I funny. please tell you what happened at the Capitol compared to the peaceful protests that happened at the Capitol when BLM was doing their protests? They had the whole National Guard sitting on the 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 steps waiting for them in riot gear. So obviously, there. I think there is very 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 apparent difference in between people who are rioting of a different color and people who are black people who are people of color compared to white people they get away with a lot more and I'm not saying that just to say that it's been proven time and time again and if you want to dispute that fact then you're just either being naive or you're just racist sorry but not sorry I don't until now yeah I don't understand how he made it into the capital with with his oh, because I was because you said that um, that black people can't protest the same way that white people do or riot. The same yeah, but way. even for a white person, I was shook how far they got in the capital. I'm not even gonna lie. Of course, but that's what I'm saying though. You knew that it would never have gotten that far if they were black. That's what I'm trying. That's mm-hmm. the correlation I'm making with the two instances, which you had said before. I think it would have been a bloodbath to be honest if black people did that. Oh, I didn't definitely. think it would have been like I, they would have never even gotten ten feet away from the capital at that point let alone gotten inside the capital. Did you see though, I saw a good, I'm not sure if it's true. Once again, I'm not speaking facts. This is my opinion. I genuinely have no idea. But I saw somewhere that um, like one of the cleaners, like one of the black cleaners in the capital after this whole situation happened, cause he was getting like, people were harassing him. People were being like throwing racially slurs at him, but he still had to clean up all the mess that all the, like all the rioters, looters, looters were doing. It's not looters. What's thugs, the word? The thugs. The thugs. Let's call them thugs. Yeah, so, let's call them thugs. Let's call them what they are because they love throwing away the throwing out the word thug. But then these are the real thugs. Let's be real. If you want to do what you're doing, don't hold double standard. Call them what I they are. I'm screaming. I was screaming. But really, I have a lot of pent up aggression towards the situation at hand because it was just stupid. But you know what? At the end of the day, it is what it is, and people are getting charged. But I don't think that people. Like, I don't think the people, did you see, I'm sorry, but there's a lot to say about this yeah. topic. I'm going to say one thing and I'm not going to continue on because we could talk about this for hours and I really don't even want to talk about it for hours. But did you see how many um, military personnel, people who were in the military, people who were in law enforcement, who went off of their own accord and went to participate in these? Um, I thought it was just cops. Right? Oh, no, no, there was military people as well. There was, I think this is one woman who was in the military. One of the people who actually got killed was, um, I think a lady who was uh, previously in the military. But don't quote me on that, because I'm not gonna lie. Even as an American, I'm not, don't, don't come for me, guys. It's not that I'm not. (laughs) The way you came so quick after you said I'm American. (laughs) But like, no, 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 no. What I'm trying to say is please don't come for me because I am well-informed as far as I want to be. 
and it's not like a, an ignorance thing or just like a blind thing. I just want to close my eyes, but it's just so, so disheartening and so depressing to continuously look at the news and everything that's going on because it's the same thing over and over and over again, bad thing after bad thing after bad thing, especially the last couple of years living in this country. So I kind of just like distanced myself from seeing all these updates because let's be real, it's just a lot. It's just a lot to deal with, especially when you're just like, this is so stupid. How did it get to this point? So question of speaking of like, as you said, like, one of the loads of people that were doing the rioting, they were like part of, or they used to be in the military or they were um, used to be in the forces. I, I think one of the ladies, you remember the, there was this one video out of this, this woman being like, oh my God, they sprayed me, they sprayed me, I am crying. It's a revolution, it's a revolution. You remember that video? No, I don't. There's a, fam, she was crying, there was blood everywhere. Apparently it was fake, but that's beside the point. I genuinely, and once again, there's not really much I can say about this, but I genuinely question, or I am really intrigued, I think intrigued, well, I'm interested about Black people, like, joining the military, like, in America, or just in general, oh, like, um, I think there's this one hijabi girl, like, do you know her? I don't know, like, this is one really controversial woman that's, like, visibly Muslim, and she wears a scarf, and she's joining, she, she's in the military, like, she's in some sort of, I don't know how y'all ranking work, y'all rankings work, but she's... I, I'm not, I know who you're talking about, but I'm not sure what branch in the military she is. I think she's probably in the army. She's African, I, I think she's African-American. I think she's half, like, she's half African-American, half something, I'm not sure, but her husband... I, I, think, I think I know talking about. She has a partner or a husband who's also African-American, who yeah. I think is also in the military, correct? He's dark saying yeah, he's yeah yeah I know just in about, general I don't know what branch they're in but um I can't say much about that because I'm not in the military never have been in the military but I do have um people who I know who are black or people of color who have been in the military who are currently serving in the military and I can say that there's been a history especially like in the 90s and early 2000s and I don't know how far back it goes probably very far back actually I do know how far back it goes how far? a lot of these people who um are in the military who are people of color, not all, I'm not saying all, so don't come for me again, but a lot of them are people who are underrepresented and people who wanna be able to get to college and pay for college or don't have the means to pay for college. So they join because of that, or they have this thing. I know there was a lot of people who were of Latino descent who said that they were, who were told that they were gonna get their citizenship if they joined the military historically. So there's a lot of a lot of things that people who are trying to get people to join the military, the recruiters, a lot of things that they do in order to, I don't, I don't want to say this word trap, but I'm going to say it for the purposes of this conversation, hmm. trap these individuals, these extremely young individuals, most of the time, 19, 17, 19, 18, 20, they trap them into thinking that this is the only way they can achieve the things that they want to achieve, whether that is getting a steady income because they don't have opportunities back in the neighborhoods that they live in, or people who want to uh, pay for college, but they don't have the means to, or people who want to get their citizenship, but are unable to because the list is so long. So that's something that I think we should take into consideration when talking about people of color in the military. I'm not saying all people are doing that because there's also a lot of people who join because they want to join. There's a lot of people who join. Isn't that because questionable they... though? Because here's the thing, even if you get trapped. I don't think we can question people. Um, I don't think we can question people in that regard. Okay, I personally... question, I'm interested, like, cause like you said, this whole, like, obviously you join for different reasons, yeah? But the soul, like not the soul, but there's this whole patriarchy, like there's this whole nationalistic, idealistic, like view, or like there's certain values, certain morals that come with it. 
And you would think that with the history that specifically, or especially the United, the United States has on ethnic minorities or just black people in general, if you know the history, and especially like you said, some people join because they come from certain neighborhoods or they just, you know, this is the only way they think they'll make it. But coming from those backgrounds, is it then not actually even weirder because you come from a place where you know this country might not even look out for people that look like you because you come from certain neighborhoods. Oh, no, I definitely, I definitely think that all, not majority, if not all of the people who are people of color, specifically Black people who are in the military know these things. But I also don't think it's our place to judge them based on the facts that we I'm have. I'm not judging them. I'm just interested, like, how you, like, how do they, does that make sense? Because you basically, like, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. You know we have family members. I know you know. We know. Yeah, you know we have I know. I but know. You, know, you know, you have to take into consideration how do Black people still live in America even though they continuously be, get treated the way that they get treated systematically. So and you racially. can't compare any but other job to the military, bro. But the thing is, like I said, there's reasons for everything. So not just the military. Why do Black people work in settings that um, continuously put them in a position of um, a lack of power, even though they've been working there for 20 years. They think that's the only way to get what they need to get done. Most of or, it, okay, or but people, it is like- or there's, people, or there's people, sorry, sorry, sorry. Or there's people who just do it because it works for them. And you know, who are we to judge that? Not judge, but who are we to uh, dispute that at the end of the day? Because nobody knows exactly what people are thinking when they do what they do. Personally, I um, would not join the military. Um, <laughs> And that, that's just a personal thing. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why. First, being a Black woman, if you look it up, guys, look it up. Black women in the military, how they've been treated and things that have happened. Case, there was this one case of a woman who had acid burns and had stuff done to her reproductive system. Um, they did some things. I don't want to say it because it's a bit graphic. And then they just said that she had done it to herself. And I'm I think not I know sure. what you were talking about. I think I've heard this story. And it was a while ago. And um, there's also a Hispanic woman who they're, they're still trying to get justice for who had um, something done to her as well. And she had lost her life because of the things that were done to her. But the, the military has a good way of covering up sexual assault, has a good way of covering up, not good, but has, has a very interesting way of covering up things that they want they don't want to get out and even if it gets out they always stick together very much like the um law enforcement how they do something they're very like stick together type um and someone said that like i'm not saying this but people say sometimes that the cops and like the military but especially the cops are the biggest gang out here like the way their mentality is like a gang mentality so like, we can hide for you, you write for me. No, listen, the repercussions are a lot different for me <laughs> compared to what I'm going to say for you because I live here. So I'm just going to keep quiet at this point. But my, my, no, no, I was just going to say my, my opinions and people that know me and the people that meet me, like that meet me, are very apparent how I feel about law enforcement, how I feel about the military, how I feel about, um, the country that I live in, that I was born in, how I feel about discrimination, how I feel about a lot of things. I mean, obviously I think it's common sense for people to, to feel the way that they feel. Not everybody, let's be real. But it's just, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Hopefully it'll get better. But right now I'm just trying to- I'm Trump's no, more, no longer president. 
yeah, but that doesn't mean it's going to get better automatically. Listen, at the end of the day, I, I'm not, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to give you the benefit of the doubt until you. Well, I remember the anxiety you had when he was elected, fam. You, you were literally like, I'm not saying. Yeah, of course. I I wasn't the only one. I mean, even people who don't live in the United States had anxiety. Obviously, I know. I mean, I voted for Biden. I voted for Kamala, like, because let's be honest, out of the two, who are you going to vote for? And at the end of the day, there's things that I disagree with that the current president that we just elected into office has done in the past or has said, but I will take him over Trump any day. Did you know the only, how old do you think Biden is? Old? Yeah. How old do you think Trump is? old yeah but make a guess why just i'm just i'm trying to prove a point so okay 78 years old is how old biden is googled it yeah of course i'm going to i'm not going to be laughing here it's 74 so uh yeah biden is older than trump yeah but only by four years bro they trump looks young i have to give him that oh no what is you you wouldn't think he's 74 would you think he's 74 years old Sis, I, I don't know how old I think I would think he was. I don't even think about his age. The first thing that I see when I think about him is his toupee and his orange skin. <laughs> I'm screaming. Someone literally said the first day he um, he wasn't in office anymore, there's this video of um, him and his wife coming to, off of an airplane, and then they're supposed to stop for a photo shoot, right? But she literally yeah. continued walking, and the, <laughs> and the, what's it called? the caption said, She's already over it. He's not president anymore. She can't give a fuck. Oh, yes. I saw that. The memes. The memes everywhere. And his children, his older children were all crying when he was leaving office. But she had her shades on. How many kids does he have? Um, I believe he has. He has two sons, um, two daughters. But the younger daughter, who I think graduated from university, I don't think she's very like active on the campaign trail or whatever he does. Um, but Ivanka is very active. So, so he has five yeah, he has five children. He has Baron, Ivanka, Donald Jr., the other one, and then the girl, Tiffany, maybe? I don't know. Listen, I'm not... At least you guys have a government. The Netherlands doesn't have a government currently. And you know what it is? I don't know if you've seen. They basically tried to dumb... When the government fell, yeah, they basically... Do you know why they fell? Did I tell you? No, you did not tell me. So basically, yeah, they... um, would, like the way the media portrayed it was that the um, I'm just gonna call it tax people because it's like it's like the IRS, but I don't really know the like the English translation. Basically, like they give me the Dutch translation. Give me the Dutch. Uh, you want the Dutch word? Belastingdienst. Belasting. Say it again. Belastingdienst. Belastingdienst. Belasting. 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 Dienst. Good. Dienst. Good. All right, all right, all right, all right. But no, but basically what they did was um they've been accused, not been accused, but basically over the years they had been um so there's this thing where you can get child benefits and child welfare yeah but the, i'm not talking about like there's different there's different types so there's child benefits there's child benefits that everybody gets just because you have kids regardless of how much money you make. That's just for everybody. If you're a Dutch citizen, you just get an X amount of money to raise your kid. Now, most I think most most developed countries do that. So on top of that, um, when you need to take your kid to nursery or when you need after daycare or just any type of like 
kid caring situation, there's the yeah. option of getting funding for that, or basically getting welfare on top of the other welfare to basically pay for it. So if you need to take your kid to nursery, or if you basically are on minimum wage, or if you're on welfare, like if you can't afford to take your kid to nursery or to take your kid to after school daycare or any type of caring, there are funds that the so-called IRS or our tax people that they give, yeah? Now, what they've been doing apparently is, and they've been doing this specifically targeting ethnic minorities, by the way, but that's another story. They have been wrongfully um, accusing people for having unfair child benefits or child like child care benefits. So if they've been requesting people to pay back all the child care like child care benefits. Oh, that's definitely going to cause an uproar. <laughs> uproar, bro. They've been doing this for a time, and they apparently it was like it was like unlawfully right because the people that did like the people that got it deserved it if that makes sense so there's thousands and thousands of families that are poor already in the netherlands or relatively struggling that all of a sudden are told to pay back hundreds thousands of euros back on because of uh child care which they even like which they didn't have to pay back basically so they've been doing this they've been doing this systematically to just ethnic minorities by the way but because this has come to light, the government basically quit. They quit over multiple things, yeah. But they basically quit because they were like, okay, you need to pay these people enough money. You need to pay these people back. But the government and the IRS basically, they got into a dispute and the government said that they basically need to pay more people or need to like basically do more to help the victims, right? And they got into a dispute over that. And then long story short, government fell. But here's the funny part. Mm. I swear they work for the government. It's the government fighting themselves, not themselves. But I mean, does that make any sense? So here's the thing. So it was, it was like, it was shown as, oh, the Dutch government fought, fell because of tax fraud, because it was tax fraud. Basically, they've been making these people pay back this money, which, which was like, they had, they didn't have to pay it back. Basically, it's yeah. also an extension of they're, they're calling tax fraud on an extension of the government. And that extension of the government are the, is, are the, um, the branches that distribute the money to the, the Dutch. Public. Well, that make sense. So I'm going to tell you what's happening because this happens a lot in America as well. It's one branch or one, one sector of the government blaming the other sector of the government just so they don't get the backlash themselves. So they put the blame yeah. scapegoat type thing. But in reality, it's, very much a cohesive thing where it just goes um it goes hand in hand it goes hand in hand so basically they just wanted to do the least they, they wanted to do damage yeah, but here, comes, listen, here comes the this is the this is the fucked up part yeah so basically they were like okay this is tax fraud you need to pay these people back mind you this is years and years and years of fraud they've been doing on ethnic minority they've been systematically doing this not just on everybody but just on minority groups who, like who are maybe sometimes worse off you know how much money they were going to pay back hmm. Thirty thousand. Yeah, no. in total not per family not per person not per whatever in total so you're gonna tell me you want to be pay back give back thirty thousand, divided by all these people <laughs> and then here's the thing it gets worse so they were told to give back 30k but they said that they were not going to stop because here's the thing imagine this yeah you're watching tv there's all this pandemic situation going on there's this tax fraud going on the government falls blah 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 but you are still at home with this check that tells you to pay back 700 800 900 like euros uh because of you did you did like you got too backlog of expenses yeah. Yeah. so here's the thing they said we'll give the victims money but we're not going to stop the fact that they still owe us money. So you're basically paying them, 
giving them back money, but you're still requesting money from them that they shouldn't have to pay back. Make it make sense. Mm. And you obviously, as much as you see that, oh, they've been they've been accused and they've been like basically the story's out. You don't care about that if you're at home struggling, making like trying to make ends meet, and you have this like thousand dollar bill on your table. You still have to pay. Especially that. during a pandemic, so they expected those individuals to pay it back now, as soon as possible. During a pandemic where this the market has crashed, where they're unable to hold on to jobs the way that they used to where they're not getting as yeah. much money as they used to. So they expect them to do that during that. I would be furious as well. But, forget um, about that. So basically it's been seen as like a tax fraud situation, but no, nobody said, nobody ever decided to like highlight the fact that it was systematic racism because they was targeting specific groups of people. people and over others, it, yeah. the government fell, yeah. So they quote unquote resigned it was more symbolic than actually it was it's not going to do anything yeah. and then everyone's like oh the netherlands is so humble because when the government resigned our prime minister it's like the equivalent of the government shutdown that we have here every couple of months yeah i think which i think belgium is the country in the world don't call me on that look it up yourself but i think belgium is the number one country in the world that like they have the highest number of governments falling in total i think their government falls like every other month or i don't know but might be not anymore but yeah so here's comes the thing people are like oh yeah the tax fraud blah 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 oh but the netherlands the, our, the dutch people are so humble you know why because my prime minister apparently you know what he did he took the resignation of the government put it in his pocket got on a little bike and rode his bike to the king so there's this video of him, you know, humbleness. The prime minister is like, whoa, on a bike, you know, just biking, biking, biking away, you know. He's not letting get the fact that he's a prime minister get to his head. And I'm just there like, that's such a, it's such a wrong image because it just portrays them as like, does that make sense? It's trying to show him in a good light. Well, at the same time. That's what the media is there for. A lot of the time the media is biased and it's paid off by individuals who are in power to make them look better than they actually look. Um, so it's, I mean, it is. But you know what's is. funny? You know what's funny? You know what's funny, actually? Yeah. So the same prime minister, fam, this is his third government, I think. I don't know how long. I don't know if there's a rule if you can stay in like office as long as this. I don't know. Because we usually have a president, right? So I don't really know. But this is his third government, yeah. But before he was prime minister and he was his party leader, yeah. Did you know he was the one that, um, between basically, I think around 2005, it's the same prime minister now that is basically frowning upon the tax, uh, comp- or the tax, whatever, tax people, is the same person, wait, hold on, is the same person that systematically told them in 2005 to do more checks on Somali people or people of Somali background in the Netherlands because they were suspected of fraud. So he told them to do more checks because of the... So now your government is falling because of the same thing that you did when you were part of it. You told them to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does not make sense whatsoever. But you know what it is? We'll never understand the logistics behind what these people do when they're given uh, governmental powers when they're put in positions of power and they abuse it because they have been doing it from the beginning of time they will do it until the end of time let's be real no matter what country you go to or what part of the world you go to it's being done everywhere some places it's being done more apparent than others but you bet your rat's ass that they're doing it every freaking where but enough about the government because i'm kind of getting 
a little bit. Listen, jaded. everybody got enough of the government. We thought this was the only thing. The government fell, and now we're in riots. Um, it's I'm not gonna lie, it's quite entertaining. No, it is. It's not. It gives me a headache. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I just don't even want to hear the word government ever again in my life. It's okay. But th- maybe that's th- there's a reason why I'm not in this whole uh, family thing of public service or government issues or what's the worst I'm, I'm gonna there's sound a reason so why i chose psychology as my career path because my my father and my sister chose um what did they choose they public chose political science and i'm like no i could not sit through any classes about politics it was just am i mean if i say that my worst i'm gonna sound so mean i want kids i want those kids i want kids yeah so don't get me wrong but inshallah, yeah. um inshallah but basically what is like if you could think of obviously i'm not saying that this is true because there's obviously like especially in the Korean situation everyone should be happy if you have a job any job but if I would think yeah I would I am a very I would like to think I'm a very caring person but I don't think I would I like maybe I'm in a position to confirm that fact I think you are I don't I can take care of kids and all them things and stuff but for a living I don't think I would ever want to be like a uh when you do have kids that will be your living (laughs) no but that's my point so why if i have kids like oh this is gonna oh i don't know how to explain this but i genuinely don't think like being a what's it called a care not a carer but what's it called when you work in a nursery a child's minder child care child care industry a nanny great nanny though i found i've been a nanny in my life without getting paid okay i've been a nanny i've had enough experience being a nanny but um i'm just saying i don't think i could or i would want to be working in child care like i could i think i could be teach uh do i have patience to be a teacher i'm not sure but maybe i could like I'm not going to lie. I love you so much. Um, I think that if you were teaching younger students, I think you would get very, very overwhelmed. Um, I think you have a limit of maybe like four or five kids. And let's be real, you can't pick or choose how to discipline those kids because they're not in your family. So you would have a difficult time. Understandably, because I would have a difficult time. I'm not going to lie. When I'm put in positions where I have to sit with um, or watch kids, whether they're friends, kids, or like people who are not part of my family, I'm pretty good. But if those kids are not disciplined, and obviously I'm not going to discipline their children because that's not my job and that's not my place. Sometimes I just sit down and I give up and I just wait for the tantrum to end and then I continue on from there because what can you do at that point? It's different if it's your niece or nephew or if it's your child or if it's your brother or sister because it's like you know what you've seen what your the, their parents have done. Obviously, it's just it's just difficult. Listen, when I have children one day, inshallah far far into the future i will never put hands on my children because i do not believe that to be a way to discipline them it's not long lasting and it creates a lot of childhood trauma that seeps into your adulthood okay let me but i will i will make sure that they have boundaries and restrictions and they understand that hey i'm a child my parent is the parent i should respect them and listen to them i know that's not going to work 100 of the time but you bet is going to work at least 80% of the time because I'm not having little kids do all the things that they think that they can do, especially with a lot of the kids that I've seen. Mm, I've done kids. <laughs> I can't do it. I cannot do it. Screaming for 30 minutes in a public place when they're 
Big age. Big age. Six, seven. Big age. Literally screaming at the top of their lung. I get it when they're like, you know, when they're kids, when they're toddlers, even if they're like five, I get it. Okay. But six, seven, eight, nine, you're acting like that? That's a little bit different. But I have a question though. And I'm not saying I don't condone beating your kid, okay? But I have a question though. And this is, can you, the thing is, obviously us, like we're different and like our parents are different. Yeah, we're a different generation, but we're also first generation individuals who have had like parents uh, who grew up in Africa, in East Africa, who have normalized the idea of disciplining your kids um, using your hands, <laughs> you know? But I have a question though, and I'm not even talking about just, Af- maybe just, yeah. Can you not tell though? I can tell sometimes when, or sometimes you look at an individual, yeah, or you meet someone or you see someone and you can literally look as an adult or maybe it's a teenager, just older than I would say, like above the age of 12, you can look at them and be like, yeah, I can tell you've never been beaten as a kid. Does that make sense? I, I don't think it's beaten. I think it's disciplined because you can discipline. Okay, but I can literally look at them and be like, I, I think you can discipline your children effectively without putting your hands on them. I definitely believe that's a thing. You have to be firm and stern with the way that you discipline them, but I definitely think you can discipline them without putting your hands on them. I think it's uh, something that you need to be able to start and set boundaries at a young age, so they're very, they're very aware of the way things are going. But I also think a lot of those kids they probably live in environments where their parents do the same things that they do, but just different. Like I've met kids who talk to people a certain way and I'm like, you definitely, that's a learned behavior. You definitely learned that from your parents. Or I've had people who have been um, very disrespectful to authority, like authority figures, authoritative figures. And I'm like, you definitely learned that from somewhere as well. So it's, it, there's a lot of things that go into it and we can't speak on it because we're not parents and we haven't had that experience yet. But I'm just hoping, I'm hoping, please God, to help bless me with kids who, who are not crazy. I hope, I hope, inshallah, one day. So, be, I don't know. I didn't think it's different when you have your own kids. Because like I said, I could not, oh, imagine. The thing is, yeah, here's the thing. Imagine this, yeah, that's why I have so much respect for child care. Imagine this. Imagine the whole day taking care of like 20 plus kids. And then you come home. And then you have to take care of your own. Like, yeah, I think that's difficult because I feel like you have so many hours that you give your all to these children who are not yours, but you want to give them your all because they are children at the end of the day and you want them to be loved and nurtured. But then when you come home, do you have enough left in your energy bank to give the same amount of energy for your child? I think that's a difficult thing. And maybe there's a lot of people who understand, like, especially people who love childcare will understand how to balance that. But I don't think I could be one of those people because it's like you're on not only at work, but also at home. And there's a difference in between interacting with children and adults. You have to be able to like nurture them in a way where they feel safe and comforted. With adults, at the end of the day, yeah, you have to respect them, but I don't think you have to nurture them and hold their hand through a lot of things because they have already had that, hopefully. I mean, if they need to be, if you need to hold their hand, I'm not gonna do it. Like, at least I have the choice of saying, I'm not gonna do it because you're an adult. And I don't expect you to give that to me. So I'm definitely not giving that to you. I will respect you and I will make sure to help you in the work setting, but I'm not going to treat you like my child because you are not a child. But when you have children, whether it's your own or if you're taking care of children in the childcare industry, I think it's very important um, to give them leeway to allow to explore things on their own, but also make sure that you're there just in case they need help or if they don't understand how to do some things, you know? 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, I don't know how people balance that because it's like how are you gonna take care of 20 kids all day from a nine to five job and then go back home from five to nine p.m. And again, there's even people up. that just raise their own or just raise a few kids and they don't like like for example, I know a few adopted kids, yeah, and you can tell that they're adopted. If that makes sense. Like, and, and let me be very specific. I'm talking about black kids that grow up in. non-black families yeah and the thing is i'm not saying it's a bad thing it's a good thing obviously because like you said they took them from like worse environments they gave them a home and gave them love and care and i'm just saying even like in a perfect situation and they raised them as their own even so you can raise them as your own but tell me why i they grew up and every single black kid that i've seen that's been adopted has some sort of mental issues by the time they're a teenager like has like I mean as in like some identity crisis. Well, of course, if you grow up in an environment where all you see is white and you're black, or you grow up in an environment where everybody in your family, the people who love you the most in the world, hopefully, I hope that's what's going on. The people who love you the most in the world don't look like you, and you constantly go to class or you go to school or you go out in public in the outside world. People who are your teachers, people who are just adults looking at you and your family in the grocery store, people who are kids at school talking about, oh, that's your dad. That's not your dad. How's that your dad? When you constantly have stuff like that being said to you or shown to you or even looking at people's expressions when they see you with a family that does not look like you I think it does have some sort of effect on your psyche and that's inevitable but I also think it's important for the parents who do adopt somebody who does not look like them for them to understand that they should make sure they integrate their child into a place or into a setting where they do have people who look like them so if you're a white family adopting a black child or about um, adopting um, let's say a Japanese child or like um, uh, an Indian child, I think it's important that you make sure they know that you love them regardless of how they look and they are your child, but you also put them in settings where they have people who do look like them. Because no matter the amount of love that you give them, you're never gonna look like them. You're never gonna have this, you're never gonna have the same experiences that they have going through life. That's very true. Did you hear about the, did you hear about the story of this, kid that's adopted he's this is in the states by the way he was adopted and his parents actually did a really good job so he was adopted and they thought he was like he was adopted as like um chinese kid and because they were aware that they were white they were like okay basically we're going to raise him as our own but there's a part of us there's a part of him that we they basically wanted to make sure that he was in like in tune with his like heritage and his identity yeah yeah identity so what they did was they I think I'm not I'm not sure if they moved to a bigger city or moved to it or already lived there but they basically made sure that wherever they lived they went to they used to take him to the very Asian Chinese populated neighborhoods make sure he spent time with the aunties he even made friends with the like the people there they sometimes they used to learn how to cook the dishes they would uh speak like they would take him to mandarin classes to cantonese classes they would make sure he had friends there they like they they made sure that he knew about his heritage and where he was from they would celebrate the chinese holidays they would do like when i say they would do everything to make sure that he knew that he was chinese and where he was from yeah yeah and i think there's also oh sorry go ahead oh wait <laughs> it gets really sad because this is really good yeah they did all of this oh, no they figured out he wasn't chinese that's terrible <laughs> basically he one day was like let me look up my birth certificates or some whatever he he basically wait a minute how did he did he do like an ancestry dna thing and figure out that he was not they found, i don't know his last name was very 
Korean or something. And then he basically- how did that how did that go over the parents' head? Were they told that he was Chinese when they were adopting him? Oh no. So basically it had to have been. agency and every, basically I don't know, bro, but he found out he was Korean. <laughs> it's so I mean they tried. That's a whole other set of problems. But I also think like on the point that you were you were giving, I think there's a balance as well. Like make sure that you give them the opportunity and choice to have and surroundings, especially when they're young and they can't do or choose a, a lot of things on their own, give them an experience where they have the ability to be around the life that you want to give them, but also the life that they are not being able to experience because they've been adopted by you. So then that way, when they're older, they have the ability to choose like, oh, okay, cool. My parents gave me the choices that I wanted to have. At least I have the choices and they can do whatever they want with that going forward as they get older. But I think it's problematic when when they're not giving that choice and they're moved into a very, very white area with all white people, with all white schools, and they're always the odd one out and they always feel alienated. But yeah, anyways, um, how did we get on the topic of adoption? We've gone know. through a couple of things. This is, this Bro, is very interesting. Kids, having kids to adopting, I don't know. I'm, I have a child in my head anyway, sometimes, so it's fine. We move. Listen, it's already, you know how late it is? It's like 1 a.m. here. No. See, this is the thing I have to deal with, yeah? It's yeah. literally like the time zone difference. It's like what? There's like a nine, hour, nine eight hour difference? It's 1 a.m. for you right now where you are. It's wow, um, about to be 5 a.m. This, this but it's okay. I'm gonna... This is it, I think. Should be it for now. Thank you, guys. I genuinely don't know when it's gonna come out, but we will see. Might yeah. be this. Might be today. Might be tomorrow. I, you see. did a terrible job of introducing me in the beginning as well. We didn't even tell them my name, but that's okay. I will re- remain Samira's anonymous cousin. Maybe or maybe not, I'll introduce myself further throughout the- She'll be back. She'll be back. Mm, you know, you, might have you, have a, you act like you have a choice sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm here because I want to be. Um, I'm getting paid for this, guys, because otherwise I would not be here. Um, thank you for having me, though. I appreciate it. It's been fun. It's always a good time talking to you. She was forced to say that. Bye-bye, guys.